Hello, 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 and welcome to the end of the year episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast. I am motherfucking Danny. You are motherfucking Danny. I'm and, motherfucking Danny. And not only are you, Danny, are you, wait, are you fucking mothers though? That's. I feel like I need to ask that question. No comments. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> technically. I, I mean, maybe. Baby. I mean, aren't aren't we all fucking hey, that mothers? Just sounds fucked up, though. I mean. I'm not. Everyone's a oh, that's mother. true. You're not. You're not fucking a mother. Well, are you, you going to have a baby? No, I'm. I'm I, just, well, I mean, the mother of my child. I mean, yes, but uh, are any of us fucking plural? No comment. Mother. <laughs> no, Who are these other I'm, two I'm, fuckers I'm, of I'm, mothers? I'm speaking. I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking only on behalf of Dan at this point in time, as his attorney. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Shakuna. Hi, hi, you probably heard my name in the song that that, that started off the show. If you are Shakuna and you are my attorney, you are doing a bad job of making me look good. Yes. I, uh, I am not representing you to the well, best to of my be knowledge. Fair, no one needs to help Dan look good. Well, well in, I look good. In all fairness, <laughs> you haven't paid me my retainer yet, so therefore... Shit! <laughs> you can make me look as bad as you well, want. That's exactly right, yeah. I thought the agreement was just to pay him blowjobs. That's, that's what I figured was going to happen. I'm also behind on that. Yeah, okay. He's way, um, he's way behind debts? on that. And if I can tape it while you guys do it, that'd be great. Do we have a witness? <laughs> can we put it on OnlyFans so we can make money and I can pay the retainer? It's I mean, like a big circle. Yeah, exactly I mean, right. Times are <laughs> tough. Times are tough, guys. So he, if you want to do it, I'm down. I get the blowjobs and the money. I feel like that's a really win-win on my side of things. No. What do I get? You get to say your name. That's true. That's true. Who, who are you? Say oh, your name. And my name yeah. is Benny. Um, one holding the camera. Um, the one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we were starting up a porn site, I, I feel like you would be the camera operator. I mean, say my name. Say my name. You would probably like the like. The lighting's wrong on the dick. Get the lighting back better on the dick. I, I mean, I do have my expertise. <laughs> nice. I like that. Well, so anyways, uh, what, what are we doing here today, gentlemen? I have it's, no idea. It's the end of the year. What, what, what are we, what are we talking what about? What else do we do at the end of every year? We make lists. Oh, I thought you were about to say we make love. I was like, I'm like, yeah, make, of course. Well, that's after we make lists. <laughs> we make lists of all of our favorite death metal bands. Then we make love listening to those death metal bands. I'm pretty sure that Chicken and Waffles Forever would be a very appreciative of that. <laughs> He's already on a flight over here. Nice. <laughs> well, I feel awkward because none of my albums are death metal. You don't have any metal in your list? No. Oh so we're making a top 10 list, each of us, our own top 10 list of our favorite albums of 2023. We will also discuss honorable mentions because, let's be honest, we have more than 10 albums we I liked. I have no honorable mentions. But it's, it's fine. Benny has it's fine. none. It's no, I have none. I wasn't aware that was a thing, um, but I'm confident my 10 would be just fine the way they are. So I'm good. Nice. Yeah. We'll also probably go over some of our favorite concerts and moments and things that happened in 2023. We just want to reflect on a year that Dude. honestly was bullshit and fuckery. Yeah. But there's a some cool music. A that lot came of bullshit. Out. So Dan and I were talking a little bit offline before she could have joined us, and we saw a lot of fucking concerts. So yeah. many is so that I I honestly forgot some of the, some of the concerts we went to because it was we did so, a lot. so fucking many. So, so fucking much that we went to it to get together, too, and we, which was also. A great experience. And I'd say we rounded out with a pretty good concert to end out the year, too. We went to go see May, although you didn't get a chance to go see May. I mean, I saw the Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey, <laughs> um, so I was completely okay. It actually was the very same night. So while you guys were rocking out to May, I was taking in the wonderful sounds of Shakuna's favorite um, artist of all time, especially when it comes to her hit song. Um, okay, and Shakuna, can you tell me what? The, all right, song that was. Listen, uh, listen, I believe. Listen, we're, we're going to talk about this for one <laughs> tiny second here. Okay, it's not that I 
hate that song because hate is such a strong word. I can't use the word hate on pretty sure. much anything. The thing that I don't enjoy about it is that it's incredibly overplayed. No, it's not. It is. It, about hold on. It is. And <laughs> it is, and I'll tell you Hero? why. Because <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you. I hate that song. Anyways, um, I was in New York uh, a few weeks ago, oh. and every single rickshaw cab driver, anyone that had to do something with like transportation and or entertainment in the area, sure. could not stop playing that song. Like, Damn in, right. So, yeah. So, if you hear that over and over again, you kind of, kind of start to question your own reality and your own sanity. And go like, We're in Mariah Carey's reality. Yes. <laughs> you need to get used to it. No, yes. I will never do such a thing. So I love Mariah Carey. I do not like that song. She fucking killed it. She I'm was, sure she did. And it was a very last song, and it... It was everything I wanted it to be and more. Um, it, it was fucking great. Good. It was fucking great. I mean, I did obviously like wish I was with you, you guys on some level, uh, but it was great to be with my wife and with her with her friends and my wife, my wife. Um, and it was great not only hearing her Christmas songs, but also a little little block of her hits, which was which was fucking great. Nice. Um, but I know we're pivoting a little bit, but we should get into the records. I know we have yeah, a lot we, to get through. So. Let's get through our top ten, and then we can talk about other cool stuff of the year. 100%. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, so you want to do it like Round Robin style? Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, well, then, Dan, it, you know, it's... You know, it's your podcast, really, because, I mean, you've been here... You've <laughs> I'm been here the since, daddy of I mean, the podcast. You're the daddy of our How many years have you been in now? How, how many years has it been? long. Has it been two years? Three Three, four years? Well, it's two years for us. For us. Oh, yeah. So before that, I was so in a year it, and a It's still like his podcast then. Even though it's been three years, two years, it's been it's still his, though. Is it, it's true. So Yeah, because we, we joined daddy. on episode of 69, which is, you know, appropriate. <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> Very appropriate. Uh, and yeah, we've been doing it ever since. But I guess Dan should start because it is his podcast. All right. I'll start with my number 10. This went down on my list, but when it first came out, I listened to it a lot. Uh, it was the Gorillas, Cracker Island. I mean, if a Gorillas album comes out in a year, it's usually on my list because I fucking love the Gorillas. Sure. And I still listen to this album all the time. But it has taken a little backseat to some of the higher ups. Mm-hmm, but sure. I still consider it's one of my favorite albums of the year: Gorillas, Cracker Island. Sweet. Yeah, that, that the uh, title track on that record's really, really fun. I enjoyed the shit out of that one. Oh, just, I love the whole thing. They killed it. Yeah, Benny, you want to go next? Sure. Cool. So, um, I again, I was seeing this a little bit offline that this year I felt for me a lot of the artists in my list was almost like a redemption. Um, like, yeah. I guess the arc because I'll be honest, like. I think a lot of like a lot of like elder emails I'll say like we love what we love in a certain like time frame mm-hmm. and a lot of bands that we love don't always put up bangers every time they release an album. It's like, true. And a lot, like one of the, like the, um, the, the this artist like they had a lot of like albums that I thought were terrible or just mediocre, not even worth my time and listen. Um, and this artist that I rate number ten was used and their album um, Toxic Positivity.
Um, I fucking like love it. Um, and it says a lot because I fell off. I'll be honest. I think after their first like two major albums, I didn't listen to the used hardly at all. I know Dan has a lot of opinions on the used and, and some of the albums that came in between this one and the ones that they first were known for. Um, but I like really like love, um, like this album. I think it rips hard and it's, it's really, really great. I wish though, I know this could be a hot take, but yeah, the, uh, the song, uh, fuck you. That we kind of like, kind of shit on a little bit when it first came out. I love that song now for some reason. It was reason. a grower, and it, I really wish, I really <laughs> wish it was on the album because it's not, and I really wish it was because that song is fucking great. And I and I feel bad that we talked shit about it before because it definitely grew on me a lot as did this album. So wait, you say redemption? You didn't like heart work then? I didn't even listen to it. Oh damn. I, I like toxic positivity or whatever. Sure. But heart work is 100 times better. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, you're going to be blown away when you finally listen to that. I will. 100%. Well, look at that. All right. Uh, we move into my number 10 here uh, to start things off with the list. Uh, gentlemen, you want to do some hip-hop to start things off? Why well, not? Yeah, why not? So he's taking it out right now. Um, so, yeah, it looks very big in his hands. It, it always looks big in my hands. <laughs> that's, that's what I tell the ladies all the time. Don't worry. It'll look big in your hands. Uh, so yeah, this is a record that uh, was part of. Yeah. <laughs> so is that a that's seven so inch? funny? Or is that uh No, it, it's a full. It's a full. It's a full. Full twelve. About, Don't worry. Oh. It's a full twelve. Um, so this is a record that was on my uh, middle of the year uh, special that we did in terms of like some of the five albums that we thought that were coming up, and I kept on gushing about how great this record was, and I and I have to talk about it again. It is the L. Michaels Affair and Black Thought record, uh, Glorious Game. Okay, I'm too black for y'all to erase Shoot too straight for y'all to replace Too abstract for y'all to retrace You all to be safe, but y'all are deep fake Too fake for me to waste time Too two-faced for me to say fine I'm the one-man army A-sign The baseline is we just ain't the same kind Gloves and masks off, time to blast off But time I pass off, rhyme your ass off If we clash, I'll haul the trash off Then haul the cash off and ball an ass off That's all, it ain't too much talk All y'all chumps, it ain't enough chalk this record right here is hip-hop in its most purest form. It's got some really, really amazing beats on it. The only the only reason why I didn't put this higher in the list is just because there are a few tracks on there that I feel are produced as well or maybe engineered as well because I feel like there's times where you can't hear Black Thought's rhymes a lot more prominently than you can hear the actual beat. But the record itself is like solid all the way through and um, probably one of my favorite hip-hop records of the year. I want to agree with you on that and also say the only reason I didn't even make my honorable mention was because of that. Oh. Because Cheat Codes was so fucking good last oh, year. Oh, Cheat Codes is fantastic. And, don't get me wrong, this was really good. I listened to it quite a bit, but not as much. And I think it's because of the, what you were talking about, the production problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, though. is uh, The one thing I, I appreciate about Black Thought is that he, because... I mean, I think the Roots get such a bad rap because they're just they're Jimmy Kimmel's kind of like or not Jimmy Kimmel's, I'm sorry, uh, Jimmy Fallon's like little <laughs> backup band or whatever. Kimmel, Fallon, they're F- all the same. Yeah, I mean they're talk show hosts, right? Um, but uh, Black Thought, I think, is probably one of the most underrated MCs probably ever to exist on the East Coast of hip hop. Like, like don't get me wrong, like Andre Three Thousand is on a whole different level and doesn't get as, and I think is also one of those like underrated underappreciated mcs but goddamn like uh black thought has got like some things to say and some of the stuff he says is just like so out there and just i think the, the stuff that he says is like almost like a love letter to hip-hop i want to go off on a tangent real quick because sure of what you just said yeah, yeah yeah so many fucking end of the year lists that are all over online have put andre 3000's new jazz album and 
the top 20. And don't get me wrong, I listened to it, and for a jazz album, it is beautiful. Sure. It's a good album. Sure. But it came out two weeks ago, and you're just putting it on to be pretentious, you stupid pieces of shit. Absolutely. Like, as a jazz <laughs> album, I don't even think it's, like, the best jazz album that came out this year. I just think because Andre 3000 put out a cool jazz album, everyone's like, holy shit, I'm going to look really cool if I put this in my list. Absolutely. And Do not get me wrong. It is a good album. You it's should good. check it out. It's good. It's fine. It's it's not what I would have hoped for, no, um, no. but and I think it's a lot of what a lot of people didn't were, were hoping for. Well, obviously, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know what? I I appreciate Andre in the, in the standpoint that he was like, you know what? I don't really have anything to say. You know, I'm I'm an old man. You know, and uh, I haven't really been feeling hip hop as of late. Uh, you know, I'll I'll spit a line here and there, but like, you know, my my love is jazz. And, yeah. and, you know, I'm like, dude, go go play the best of your fucking flute, man. Go go and fucking do it. Seriously. And like I said, it's not a bad record. It's just I don't think I'm going to buy it. I think it's introducing a lot of people to jazz, though, which is nice. Because, like, it's great. That's I, great. I went through a jazz renaissance this year where I've been listening to a lot of Mingus, a lot of Art Pepper, a lot of Dave Brubeck. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I like jazz. Like, it took me a while to finally get into the groove of jazz that I do like. And this wasn't bad. But to put it on your top ten list, again, it came out two weeks ago. There's an album I found two weeks ago that I love right now, that I'm obsessed with, but I will not put it in my top ten because it just came to me. Like, that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair at all. You yeah. need an album to marinate. Absolutely. I mean, I, there is, I think there's one record in my list that came out relatively recent, uh, but I like listened to it nonstop for like the past like two or three months that it came out. So we'll talk about that when I get to it. Yeah. But anyways, that's my number ten. Uh, L. Michael's affair, Black Thought, Glorious Game. Check it out. It's a great hip hop record. So yeah. All right, my number nine. Drum roll. My number nine is Lil Yachty. Oh, what was this album called? I never remember. Let's start here. <laughs> Let's start here. Uh, I don't like Little Yachty, but this album was fun as fuck. Wasn't it, though? Whoa, Whoa easy killer, easy. <laughs> so, like... Dan almost dropped the record, guys, for, for those of you who listen to the podcast. Um, we would have walked out. <laughs> just embarrassment. <laughs> like, That's a great record, and I smashed it on the ground. Like, you remember when, like, Childish Cambino went very, like, moody and, like, synthy with his third album yeah uh you're, you're talking about uh oh god Not because of the internet what was no, no 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 it was it was that blue cover one that has uh me yeah. you mean your mama uh god damn it or when kanye west did 808s and heartbreaks when an artist goes completely out of their wheelhouse and tries something new yeah and it works it always fucking blows me away <laughs> and little yachty's old rap styles that i was like after listening to this i was like i'm gonna go listen to some old little yachty still not a fan yep it, still not a fan no that but that, this album i listened to so much since like Oh my god, it blows me away. It's so fun and interesting and weird. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It really it's is. It's a great rally. It is. It is. Yeah. And it sh- it should be up yours too, uh Benny, cuz it's it's really It's not hip hop. It's not. It really mm-hmm. isn't. You're saying. It's it's so hard to explain, but it's it's so good. Anyways, uh you're number 9. Sure. So we were kind of talking about this offline too, but um, this artist is a one that I actually found through TikTok. Um, it was weird. Like I, I think just because being in like the vinyl, like emo pop punk communities on on there, 
um, I got introduced to a lot, a lot of bands, and one band was Can't Swim. Oh. Um, and I, like, when, when, this, when this album came out, I I didn't know what, what to think at first because I really enjoyed their previous records. Um, but then I I, I I listened to it. And I fucking loved it. It's a great fucking like like pop punk record. It's fucking it's and I I was debating putting it higher, um, but I thought it, it deserved like to be in the top ten anyway. Um, it was um, Can't Swim's Thanks but No Thanks. Funny story, like I so we do a little record a record swap uh, for Christmas um, and it, for, the, for the past couple of years, and I got one other Cancer record that I also really um, enjoyed. So and I'm I'm hoping that you guys also enjoy Can't Swim because like it's, it's a great fucking record. Eh, nice. I don't like them. Too bad. <laughs> like, I, I, Even though it's on, I, he has the record like on the floor. It's, it's fine. It's funny. Face down on the floor. So it's uh it, it's very very. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. Actually, I'm just kidding. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we move on to my number nine, guys. This one, I'm just trying to remember which one this was. Oh yes, okay. Surprise yourself. I I'm, I'm about to. Uh, so guys, this Uh-oh. this is one of those records that if you would have told me that one of my favorite pop punk bands of the early 2000s was going to make a Talking Heads record, I would have immediately said, "You're out of your fucking mind," and why would you do that? Um, because it, it's not, it sounds like nothing like they've ever done their entire lives. But this new Paramore record is by far probably the one of the most surprising records of the year, and I can't stop fucking listening to it. Uh, so good. So it good. is. It is. It's, it scratches every 80s itch, and, and for those of you listening to the podcast, or I know you guys know this about me, like, I'm a diehard 80s snob. I fucking love 80s one-hit wonders, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe. And this, like, Talking Heads obviously isn't a one-hit wonder, uh, but, like, their their entire style of, of their, their music, this Paramore record sounds so much like it, and Haley Williams just knocked it She's out of the so fucking fun. park. Yeah, she did. She really did. I Honestly, like, th- this band should be commended 20 times over for how well this record is uh, so this paramore this is why uh fuck sweet yeah, that's my number nine it's 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 way too good it's so fucking good it is it's my great. number eight number everyone eight. knows that i'm a big fan and i loved it miley cyrus's new album endless summer vacation i'm sorry that you're dead. It did take a second to grow on me, I'll be honest. That's why it's lower on my list. When it first came out, there were two or three songs. I was like, these are bangers. I like this. The rest of it's okay. Nice. And then, like, I listened to it throughout the summer, and I'm like, okay. Like, there's maybe one song that I might skip, but overall, I think I fucking love this album. Mm. Like, I don't know. It wasn't as good as her last album. Plastic Hearts. Yes. Plastic Hearts knocked it 100% out of the park. 
But, I mean, kind of like Gorillaz, most of the stuff Miley Cyrus does, unless it's unless she goes back and does a complete country album, which still I might would listen to it. Mm-hmm. Might would. <laughs> might would. Might would. Might would. I might would. But <laughs> I, I loved it. And, yeah. So my, my only gripe with that particular record is there is one song on there um, that is not on the album that she released after the fact. Uh, and it was oh god I'm trying to remember what it on was this album yeah on that album so on endless summer vacation she released oh, another yes. she released another song that that came out right around the time I'm trying to remember talking the, about oh god I'm trying to remember it now uh, hold on because I have it in my used to be young yeah I know like that song holy shit do I like that song That's a, a lot song. Mm-hmm. I really wish that would have been on the album because I would would put that album on my top ten list but uh, I do hear that a lot on the radio though like um, such a good tune but but it is good so like. It's so funny because like some songs I don't mind hearing a lot. Yeah, we, as we were just kind of like talking about, but yeah. some songs I'm just like, okay, it's. I think it, re- it has time. Let's I think the on. reason why I like that song so much sure. is that it's it's Miley kind of telling on herself a little bit because yep. it's the whole idea. Like the, the one thing that always turned me mm-hmm. off about Miley Cyrus because she was so, f- ob- I guess, obnoxious. I hate to use that. <gasps> I, I hate, well, I I, I, I use that term, but it, it's kind of true. She was she was always like out in the public eye and always doing like goofy shit. And I was just kind of like. Who the f- I'm like, girl, you were a country star. Like, I get it. You're trying to do this whole like pop thing. Like, okay, do do your thing, girl. But like, it just, I don't know. Like, there was something about her, especially the when she did that thing with Robin Thicke, and like she was like basically twerking on stage. I was like, okay, this is this is dumb. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but but Plastic Hearts changed my mind the second that I heard her do that one song with uh, uh, with Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I can't think of anybody now like for me. But like the second I heard that, I was like, holy shit, this girl's got some fucking range. And I I was very much. Um, I was impressed, but I I feel like used to be young is her atoning for all the goofy shit that she did prior to getting to Plastic Hearts. Kind of like the idea, like yeah, I did all this stupid shit. You know why? Because I was young. That that's why I did that. I was like, yeah. you know what? Okay, you know what? I see what you're doing, Miley. I, I'm with you. I'm I'm behind you. Good work. I appreciate that. Yeah, it is a great album though. So like, and I, you kind of like sparked a I thought so. What's that? Earlier in the year, like we did an album, like like, like a top. Was it was it top five albums or was it? It was it was our five of the of the, the middle of the year. Because like, I think that that kind of fucked me up though. Because I was thinking about that album. I'm um, as I was making my list, and I'm like, was it this year? Because I remember us talking about that album. Yeah. And I think it was on like my honorable mention like of of that of that part of the year. Yeah, the halfway point. Yeah, mm. but I. I just totally forgot about that, so that's that's kind of funny. But it's a uh, that that probably would, if I would have had honorable mention, that would probably would have made it. So I, I would agree well, with you that. Just it was... Add it to your honorable mentions when we get at the end. There you go. Sure. There we go. There you go. <laughs> just ignore what I just said, <laughs> and then see now I'll you have an honorable to, mention. I'll move on to my number eight. Seven. Uh, then would it be it would be your number eight? Eight. Yeah, be number eight. So uh, my number eight is Olivia Rodrigo, uh, Guts. Um, I like loved her. Uh, her I believe it was called, was, it sa- was it sour? Yeah, uh, no, it, yeah, sour was her, sour. her first record. Yeah. Um, but I I really love guts too. Like, I guess I think that it's like, I really I really had this like I guess like I guess like, like, like pop, uh, like, like love of pop, especially like, like female pop stars like all, over the past couple of years. I don't know why. Dude, this I just, year, but like, think about 
like the artists that came out this year. I mean, Haley Williams nailing it. Renee Rapp. Yeah. Um, Olivia Rodrigo. God, I'm trying to think. Oh, Carolina Polchek. Like this year, female artists have they, just. Dominated. If you if you would have told me like, like like three or four years ago that I would be like all in for like female pop stars, I, I, I would have thought you were crazy. But I I really enjoy this album, and, and I think it's it's a bit of like a pivot, like even from her, from her like sour. It, it, it's kind of like more like Rocky too, like which I fucking like like love. Absolutely, and it's it's great. And I'm and I, I didn't I didn't not get I don't know I don't know what Jacuna did, but her I think it was like the it was like a it was like a collection of like B sides. Yep, from, for uh, for Record Store Day. For Record Store Day, and I didn't get it unfortunately. I went a little late to my local store, and some guy who was there was kind of. Gl- he almost was like gloating over having it. He had it in his hands. He was just like kind of like showing it off, and I was like, <laughs> "Dick!" I'm like, like, well played, sir, because I'm I'm jealous you have that because he he obviously got. He, I think he was told me he got there at like five in the morning. Holy shit! And they were sort of open at eleven. Yeah, and I'm like, that's dedication. You you deserve it. Yeah, without question, you deserve it. Without but, question. Uh, yeah, I love it. So yeah, it's a great record. All right, uh, gentlemen, we move on to my number eight. What could uh, be? Well, originally it was going to be uh, in. So uh, I had to remove a record <gasps> from my. Don't tell us so, six. I want to know what your, is your honorable mention now. I'm assuming. I, I yeah, I, I won't say what it is. Uh, so I had to remove a record, obviously, unless uh, because I got one Shameful. for a Christmas present from from my my good friend Danny over there. That's me. And it's a uh, Post Malone's uh, newest record, Austin. <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you guys, I'm not the biggest Post Malone fan. I, I don't think when he first came out, I wasn't like completely sold on, on his entire like drugged out, spaced out, sort of just kind of like version of mumble rap. But holy shit, has this record completely changed my mind? Like there are there are songs on here that like I'm just looking like, God, I'm like, I've listened to this song so many times. I'm like, I find something new out of it every time. Now, the reason why it's a little bit lower on the list, because there are <laughs> there are some bars that this man uses that are dumb as all shit like yeah. just just not you, you can definitely tell he was like i need something to dumb rhyme this with and <laughs> yeah just not not great there's there's some really really dumb ones on there but um just looking at some of these ones right off the list like something real is fantastic chemical i absolutely Chemical's love that song great. oh my god i love that song uh laugh it off i think is probably one of my favorite songs on the record um just because it there's like there's so much vulnerability and so much just raw gut emotion that comes out of that out of this record um i really feel like he he knocked out of the park there are people that don't give it as much love or as credit and shame on them because they probably should um very similar to to yadi's uh record i feel like this is one of those records that you should pick up and give it a second listen if you uh, if you believe what the critics say like it's oh it's a flash in the pan or it's not that great it's it's changed my mind on on post malone and i I feel like i gave two shits about post malone before this year too and because of your sudden love for him and mm-hmm. I, I bought the diamonds collection on record store day and all right yeah i i like post malone now <laughs> right it took me a long time but. yeah no he's like i said and and i think this record is like completely changed my mind that it's 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 really fucking good so anyways yep it's a uh, post malone's new album austin cool. that's my number eight sweet all right we're at number seven. number seven so this album was also a grower and i'll explain why not a shower <clears throat> 
So Depeche Mode's new album. Ooh, okay. Memo, I don't know how to say Memo, to you, whatever. Um, when it first came out, I was like, all right, this is fine. It's a little depressing and chill and whatever. I listened to it a few times. I enjoyed it, but it, it wouldn't have been on my top 10 list. Then October, November, and December hits, and it's been a very hard time for me in my personal life and things sure. are going on. Yeah, yeah. I listen to this album a lot, and this jumped back on my list because it is beautiful. It's very dark. They're dealing with the death of a bandmate and some other stuff in the album, and like, I was like, I related to not related because like I didn't lose anyone in my life, but well, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, depending on the way you look at it, but it's it was really depressing. And at first, I think when it came out, it was the end of summer, and I was like, "We're about to go to when we were young." I'm listening to pop punk all the time. I'm like, "This is fine, but this is not what I'm in for right now. I want to dance and have fun." Yep. And then when I got more and more depressed as things got worse, I'm like, "Holy fuck, this album is hitting my soul in every part." So. I suggest it. Depeche Mode's new album is incredible, but you have to be in the right mind state to enjoy it, in my opinion. Yes, completely agreed for sure. No, it's a, so I don't have much experience um, with Depeche Mode. Um, what I realized, though, is that their fan base is very, very widespread. I didn't really even realize how many fans like they had, and oh, because huge. so. Like, very huge. I, so like there was like like young 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 fans who like are like goth to like to the like old biker dudes. So they, like, yep. it, it's it's so crazy how widespread their fan base is, and it, it just very very wild to me. And well, if I remember correctly too, they also kind of grew up around the same time like Duran Duran too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before Duran Duran. Wait, were they before Duran Duran? I believe so. Hmm. Okay. But sad story on Depeche Mode is they played Detroit, and Benny and his dad got to go, and I was I was I had the money. I shouldn't have. Like I, I mean, I didn't have the money, but I would have spent the money. Mm-hmm. But that same week, I caught the worst sinus infection cold I've ever had, and that day Boo. was the worst of it. And I was like, you know what? I don't. I was gonna go alone. I was gonna buy like a seat way up in the fucking top thing for like fifty dollars because I've never seen Depeche Mode, and it was a dream of mine. And like everyone, I like my uncle and his friends went. Benny went. So people were posting about it. And I'm like laying there all sick and like. Having like the worst fever I've ever had. I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> so I was trying Why? to make my point without saying. I, I, I don't want to like like no, say it again. Um, but I mean, yeah. So I mean, like, it's I obviously like, wish you were there to, there to experience it. But what I was saying too is like that's where I kind of got the opinion that of their fan base because it was crazy to me how these people that I thought you you would see at, like, a, like a punk show. Yeah. Like, like all, all, all I got that like set of bells. Like it was like very, I guess like punk rock and all these like you know like like older like older rock dudes. So it was very interesting to see and like their like, like stage setup was was, was kind of crazy too. So, but I don't want to get into it because I want to break it. Sorry, sorry. Let's go to your number seven, bud. So number seven actually um, is an album that that I got um, from my good friend uh, Shkuno over here. Yeah, you did. Um, so it's again again an album, and I I'll speak with it a few times today. Is the Redemption? Um, I 
haven't really listened to a lot of All Time Low since Nothing Personal. Um, I know they had um, Dirty Work. They had Wake Up. Is it Wake Up Sunshine was the one that came out before this, which again. I feel like you just missed the first redemption round because Wake sure. Up Sunshine and Heart Work were great, and they came out the same year. So oh, <laughs> it's not Heart Work. What is it called? Dirty Heart. Work. No. I'm heart Work. Oh, you're talking about the use. Oh, yeah. Okay. My bad. I was like, I was like Heart Work like, by the use. All time leading to Heart Work. Wake Up Sunshine came out the same year because they were on my top ten list that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I again, like, I like loved like those first like three albums from All Time Low. Like they were oh, yeah. always on rotation for me and. For the past, like, ever since this came out, I've been all in on this album. But, but yeah, so I'm 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 very very stoked to have it, and it's a great fucking album. So if you don't know it, please check it out for sure. All right, well, uh, th- thank you for for uh, for talking about that record, Dunny. You know why? Because my number seven is exactly the same record. <laughs> really, I didn't expect an all time low to be on your list at nice. all. Yeah, it, yeah. So yeah, I really need to listen to this album. It is, I, I, very much like Benny, I did not like their last record all that much. I mean, it's fine. I own it. It's okay. But man, uh, the second I heard their lead-off single, Sleepwalking, on this record, I knew this was going to be something completely different from them. And it's, the record feels mature, It feel, but it still feels like they're very much like sticking to their roots. It is insanely good <laughs> and, on, and on top right. of that too there's also some great uh guest vocals on on this record too so there's a bunch of like fun little surprises yeah it's it's really good i just want to say i have not even listened to this album or you, thought you i wanted to listen to this album and it's you on should, both of your top 10 lists you should change I, your mind on that one i definitely need to check this album out it's okay. great it's really good and it's it's easy to find on vinyl these days too so yeah. you should check it out it's great so all yeah right. once again that's all time lows tell me i'm alive uh, that's my number seven. All right, my number six. Yeah, almost getting to the top five. It's a hot moly. <laughs> hot moly again. Why would I watch? Um, I was obsessed with this album. It actually dropped because it was like my number two mm-hmm. because I've listened to it less, but I think it's because I almost burnt myself out on it. Fair. This is one of those albums that all summer long, I, like, I'm like. i worried I have to buy another copy because I listen to it on my record player so much. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> don't want to wear it out that much. I know, but damn. It's so fucking good. I love Hot Mulligan. I loved everything they've ever done. I've seen them twice this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it's incredible. Yeah. I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, and I, I think we, I, I definitely enjoyed seeing them at Sad Summer. Uh, more is more intimate, I guess, experience than seeing them at when we were young. Um, I wouldn't even really count, like for, for me anyway, when we were young, because we, we saw them, but we didn't really see like a full. So I think we, saw, like, a we saw like four two, songs. We saw two or three songs. Four songs, which is like 
they like we already talked about that, so I'm not I'm not gonna get into it again. <laughs> but I I love we, that we album want, too. We don't want you to relive your PTSD there. But yeah, I know, but that is a great fucking album. And it I'm, is. It's it, great. I I fully respect that choice. Nice. All right. So then, uh, what will be your number six there, uh, so Benny? My number six is from an artist that I've been uh, I guess like a, a champion on, especially over the past couple albums. It's uh, it's Kesha's Gag Order. Nice. Um, also a great album. It's a fucking great album. And I didn't know what to expect. So um, I got, I had my redemption for Kesha when she released Rainbow. Um, because Rainbow I thought was fucking great. Um, High Road I thought was a little bit of, of a step down. I didn't like it as much as I, I did um, Rainbow. But and Gag Order I think is a little above... Um, a, a little above high road. Better uh, songwriting, for, for me. better lyrics. It's more intimate, and you really hear about the shit that she had to go like, through during this. Yeah, and a lawsuit for people that. Didn't yeah, 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 yeah. So and seeing like it live. Um, so I went to go see uh, Kesha like, like live uh, about like a month or so ago, and it was really like, a small venue. And I think to me, it was probably with like, exception of Paramore, like my favorite. Like, like I guess we'll ours, ours, I saw, but I, I just want to say it now like, the reason why I put it in my top ten. Not only was it a great album, and I think it's it just it's just great overall. Like I think just Kesha has is a great performer and a great like, it's like I guess artist over. She just she's so good, and her performance was my, like my I was so blown away by performance. Nice. So and I, it's, she's awesome. <laughs> right on. All right. Uh, moving into my number six before we get into the top five. This one probably is going to be a surprise to the both of you. In terms I'm surprised of, already. I'm sure you are. Uh, in terms of how low this one actually went, and I'll explain the reason why. I know exactly what it is, then. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, it, no. It is going to be don't, the new Blink-182 record. Don't do it. Yeah, it's going to be the, the new Blink-182 record is my, uh, my number six. Uh, here, here's the reason why, though. Um, when I first heard this record, I was not super impressed by the singles because I didn't like um, what was the song on it? Uh, oh, um, get the rope, get the rope. Uh, uh, the one about jerking off. Uh, <laughs> edging, edging. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I know it's, it's something about jerking off. Um, but yeah, I, I listened to that song and I was not impressed. And I was like. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, it it they're they're trying to be old blink, and that's fine. I'm all about it. But uh after I heard uh one more time, that was the moment that completely changed my mind about this record. And I was like, God damn, I'm like, there's some heart there. There's there's a there's a lot there's a lot to be said. Um and the fact that like we get to hear Travis sing for once, which I think is uh, usually unheard of, mm-hmm. uh, was was really nice. Um and then um uh, doing it all night long, I I 
that by far has become like one of my favorite Blink songs of all time. Just just the way that's all put together, and it's just it's a fun little just jump up and down record. The, the my only reason why it's as low as it is is because there are some songs that do kind of feel like filler, um, and that and that's not a bad thing necessarily. But when you are contrasting that with really really good songs like All Night Long and One More Time and stuff like that, there are songs that that kind of come across like. All right, are you doing this to pad the record, or is, or did you really feel like this was like your A list material for for said record? Sure. So yeah. So I'll kind of go back to what we were saying before about, uh, about fuck you from the use edging. I think we all agree that edging. Like I, it did not excite me at all. Did not for the album. I was like, this this song it's fine. is 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 fine. I think it was it was fine. It's blank. It's quote unquote. It's it's very very blank. Yes. But that song. Definitely grew on me, <laughs> and I I do like actually like really like it now. I don't know why, but it, it definitely grew on me. And I think it's because I really enjoy the the record. Like really, really like it's. I really enjoy the record. I was yeah. I I want, but it's. I think edging is is part of it too. And I I actually really enjoy. It. I do get your take though because I think that at first at first like here it was not my favorite song at all. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it's a great, like I said, it's a great record. It's in my top 10 for a reason. But uh, there, I think there are songs or albums that uh, maybe uh, blow it a little bit more out of the water. But we'll talk about that when we get there. All right, time for top five. We top made it. Five. We made it. Top five albums of the year. We're here, guys. We're here. All right, this one's a little interesting for me. But I had a heavier side this year. Yeah. Because I, I was a lot of anger going on this That's year. That's fine. I, but you don't you don't say a little bit of anger. Favorite metal album of the year was Hell Ripper. It's Ooh. fucking brutal. I love it. The album is called <laughs> Warlocks, Grim, and Withered Hags. Ooh. It is so good and so heavy. Yeah, I love it. Nice. Like, there's another metal album I was obsessed with, but that's going to be in my honorable mentions. Okay, so I have to ask you a question about that in particular. Uh, because metal, very much like punk music, is notorious for having like long song titles that are, are usually about like death or dismemberment. Is there like a song on there that like is like a standout for you that has like a long title? I'm just curious. No, all these are fairly normal. Like Goat Vomit Nightmare was pretty fun. Okay. But, like, I don't know. Most of them are pretty short. The okay. Hissing Marshes, Master Store Worm, The Cursed Karen Crown. What's what's a song that, like, really sticks out to you that you think is would be for those that, like, um, want to really get into like this record? I really like track two, I the, I the Deceiver. Okay. But, I mean, I love the whole album. It's just nice. a good flow of, like, heavy fucking yeah. Heavy fucking yeah. yeah. I love it. Cool. All right, Benny. So, my number five, again, I'm going to be saying this. Like a broken record, <laughs> um, that this is another redemption. Uh, story of the year, um, tear me to pieces. Oh, I fucking like love this album. Like it's probably like, in, in my my Spotify like, like rap. It, it what like the song two thousand five was my top 
song. But you li- you use Apple Music. I use both. <laughs> now. Um, I use both. It actually, like it, it was. We're, pretty, we're converting him, Dan. We're converting him. It was pretty close uh, between one more time and and 2005 um, because they do a little bit of a callback um, to until the day I die. Um, and and honestly, yes, exactly. Um, but this honestly, the album is fucking great. Um, and if you have slept on story of the year for for, for the past whatever like since page avenue because that's the last album that i really listened to same was page avenue because it the is one iconic they dropped after page avenue was not great it wasn't but well, maybe I, it was good but page avenue had such high standard like it, page avenue was an incredible album right out the gate all every track not one scale. every track was fucking agreed great. and agreed. Again, we can get into this like, like later, but I definitely have been debating. No, I want to get into it now. No, we, we, we have been deba- I've been debating because <laughs> like, they're having a Page Avenue 20-year anniversary yeah, tour yeah, yeah. on January 5th, which is like very, very close. <laughs> I wish I could go. And I want to go. I mean, I guess it's someone's birthday that day. I'm not going to go, though, because I'm getting tattooed that whole day. That's yeah, fine. It's fine. But honestly, like, if you have slept on story like, like I have in the past whatever, like 15 years, um, I would definitely give this a chance because I love it, and it could be because 2005 is a very n- nostalgic. It's very a Page Avenue-y, um like song, and that's how they, they wrote me in. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, I definitely you. would because it's fucking great. Wait, Dan, you said you're getting a tattoo on that day? All day. Nice. Are, are you getting ink done? Yeah. Nice. Are, are, they, are they gonna? Are you asking for a 13? I'm asking for a 40, and they make it a 41. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to. You're trying too hard, Dan. I know. You're not quite hip. Damn it! <laughs> All right, we move on to I'm my the number five. Trip. You are the dopest trip. You'll always be the dopest <laughs> trip in my mind. All right, we move on to my number five, and this is one that uh, Dan's already talked about in his his top ten list. But I, I very much like Dan. I can't stop talking about it either. It's the new Lil Yachty record. Uh, let's start here. Holy shit! This is, and I've said this before on the podcast when we were when we were doing our uh, our top five of the the middle of the year. Um, it is like they locked little Yachty in a dark closet with nothing but Pink Floyd records. Yeah, and then he walked right out and said, "Yeah, I can do that. That's fine." And it 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 scratches all the right itches. It has like this psychedelic rock, but also has like a little bit of, like seventies funk kind of tossed in there yeah. too as well. And it, it, it's but there's also like soulful songs as well. Like um, uh, "You Drive Me Crazy," I think is is one of those tracks that just like it. He spans the entire gamut of anything that isn't mumble rap. Like he he literally just like it's like he blew up his own career to try something new mm. and it and it fires on all cylinders you know what the problem with that album is though <gasps> what's that is it flows too well together it does because you were you just named a track to be honest i've listened to it so much but all i do is put it on and i would like go about and do art or work on something and i listen to the whole thing and i'm like bobbing my head and jamming it I couldn't tell you when a track ends and a track starts. <laughs> it's very ethereal. Yeah. I just feel like the whole album flows, and I'm like, mm. this is a perfect album. 
and I have no idea what track I'm on. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like Dark Side of the Moon. It, yeah. It's yeah, it's that. Well, I don't agree with that because I don't like Pink Floyd. But oh, really? For another day. Wow, that makes me sad. I love Dark Side <laughs> of the Moon. He's actually crying. Everyone. Yeah, I am. Uh, but yeah, uh, Little Yachty's. Let's start here. That's my number five. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, if, if you've listened to Yachty in the past and you hated Yachty, leave your expectations at the door. Put this record on. I promise you, you'll find something out of it that you will absolutely enjoy. Cool. Number four, dude. My number four. Number four. My number four is Paramore. Hey. This is why. Um, this is fucking incredible, is what this is. It uh, is. I thought After Laughter was genius. I was like, wow, this band grew up, and I love everything about it, and I'm into them, and I love them again. Like, Honestly, Paramore's never put out a bad album, but After Laughter, they tried something new, and it fucking worked. And you would think, oh, they're going to stick with that. But no, this album, they tried something different again, and yep. completely different than what this is Laughter. or After Laughter. After Laughter. laughter. <laughs> Mixing up titles. And this album just is incredible. Like, so fucking oh my god, what's the Zest, Zodis, what's the French song? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zesty Soir. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, Sweet. Je suis la la no, ju- uh, <laughs> Come see, come saw. Come see, come uh, Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah. Like I love that album, or the one where she's like, ah. Uh, that's she gets French all, kids like, are speaking, and no, they're not French. Crave. <laughs> they're they're American. Or the the like monotone song where she's like, I sat at my door and said like. Yeah. My therapist says it's because I don't eat. Like, I don't know. Just the way she does that whole beautiful piece is just incredible. Yeah, it's it really is something special Dude, for sure. Oh, that fucking that record. album. Uh, uh, it's so fucking good. If I, it wasn't for the next three albums, it would have been my top album of the year. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, Which is how top ten albums work. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that's exa- that is exactly so, how top ten albums work. Yeah. So that was your number four? That was yeah. your number four. So my number four um, was... A band I've loved for many fucking years, like since since, since I got really got into uh, like pop punk or emo, whatever it is. Yeah, um, is Fireworks of Higher Only Power. Nice. That's a redemption story right there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> the only one you did say it on is the most redemption story of all. For who? You were talking about like this is a, a lot of your lists are, are redemption stories, and this is the first time you didn't say that, and this is the most redemption. Well, story. completely agree. Well, not for not for me though. Yeah, but they completely changed their style and came back years so, later. Uh, so okay, yes. I'll, I'll rephrase what I mean <laughs> when I say redemption story. I mean, redemption as me as a oh, fan. Yeah, yeah like, okay. so, like in terms yeah. of like they didn't like he didn't You've like never their last. Not re- liked an album. Exactly. So yeah. all so I'll, I'll rephrase that. I'll, I'll re. No, I get what I, you're I'll saying. Now. My bad. When I say redemption story, I meant as a fan, I fucking fell off the boat, and then I got back with this album. They pulled you I've back not- in. <laughs> That's right. Just what I thought exactly, it was out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but no, I've always loved Fireworks. But the one thing that threw me off because I didn't know. This was like a surprise album at the very beginning of the year. Uh, I think we spoke about it like at our mid-year um, re- reviews too, and I didn't know what to expect. Um, 
I, I mean, I was used to, you know, like very, very like pop, like punk, like very, very fast. And the first track on this album kind of teases you a little bit. Oh yeah, it, it's very like, like kind of like almost like, scre- like like screamy, shouty, like fast in your face. And then after the track is over, you get just transported into this whole new world that you didn't know fireworks existed in. And I think it's fucking great. It is um, a great record, and it's one of like my. Like favorite records from them, um, because it's so, cause it's so different, and I just love that they took a chance and it really hit it out of the park. It's it's so fucking good. Right on. Okay, my number four. Yeah, we're f- number four. It's four. Yeah, four. Okay. Yep. So, uh, my number four is going to be a little bit of a curveball for the both of you guys because I guarantee both of you've never listened to this record before. Probably not. Uh, to it. Uh, no, you haven't. Guarantee you haven't. Uh, and we but we were talking about it. At one point in time, you're like, yeah, I'll get a listen to it at some point in time. And, you, and I, I doubt you did. But uh, this is a band that has been on hiatus for, uh, I want to say, 15 years. Um, and they came back and uh, put out another record. And it is, it's an onslaught of just 2000s rock nostalgia. And it is so freaking good. Um, and, and I think... They're they they're sounding better than they ever have. Uh, the band is called Marvelous Three. Their new record called Four. Is just an absolute masterpiece. Uh, it is a love letter to the fans. Um, there are great songs on here. Um, some some honorable ones I can think of right now, just off the top of my head, are PTSD, also known as Post Tour Singers Depression. Um, there, um, let's see here. I'm trying to think of some, uh, if we're on fire, let it burn. There is just so much good stuff on this record. And uh, if you like alternative rock from like the '90s and early 2000s. This will be a record that you're going to want to listen to. I think Sweet. you'll really enjoy it. Um, we we've inter- uh, reviewed a Butch Walker record in the past. Uh, Butch Walker is the singer for Marvelous Three. Oh, okay. Um, so I remember that. That's the I reason why this, yeah. I I don't know if you would have listened to this record if I hadn't mentioned it. But I'm telling you, give it a listen. You'll find yourself pleasantly surprised because it is so good. The album cover pisses me off. Why is that? Because it looks like you treated it badly, but it's how it's supposed to. Yeah, look. it's exactly right. It's got yeah. like. Bent corners and ring wear, <laughs> so, but it's like the printed on version. And yeah. I'm like, like I know Shakuna, and I know there's no way he treated so, his records. So Shakuna handed him the record. You can see him. You can see Dan like trying to like. I was like feeling it, like feeling it, like what the hell did no you way. do? <laughs> I mean, like hilarious. I know how you are with your records, and I'm like, this came out this year, and it looks like this. Like I didn't. <laughs> God know. damn it! Oh, so I don't know if I ever seen I think a, a sleeve like that where it cover it oh, covers nice for the double. Yeah, it covers both because yeah. I. I it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gatefold sleeve. I get a few of them. Yeah. That's wild. Isn't it, isn't I like it? it. Yeah. It's, it's, nice. it's very nice. But yeah, Marvelous 3-4. Check it out. That's my number four. Right oh, top it's time for my now. number three. It is time for your number three. Ha, ha, ha. Anyone who knows me knows that this probably was coming. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh, of course so it Peter was. So Peter Gabriel <laughs> put out an album finally, and... I'll be honest, it blew me away. And yes, this album just came out in December. However, he has released a new song every full moon of the 
this year. Mm-hmm. That's how he did his releasing. Nice. And so I've been listening to these tracks all year long. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only like two that I didn't know by the time the album came out. Um, I fucking love Peter Gabriel. He's my favorite artist of all time. And yes, from the 80s to the 2000s, he put out some stuff like Up and uh, New Blood and some other stuff that wasn't great. But so was a fantastic record. So we, we'll, we'll forgive it. Oh, no. Everything in the 80s was fantastic. True. Everything True. that he did in the 80s. True. But this so, album, so is one of those records that like sits like oh, yeah. hot. So is my favorite album of all time. Yeah, it's it. Oh, it's so, so this album, he did two mixes. He did a dark side mix and a light side mix. Mm-hmm. I like the dark side mix obviously more. It gives it a little bit more Depeche Mode feel to it. So it's a little more moodier, is what yes. you're trying to say? Um, there's awesome pop songs on here. There's moody, depressing songs on here. I think it's an incredible album from start to finish. I was not expecting Peter Gabriel to be in my top of the year. And so the album is I.O. And I think what helps is I finally got to see Peter Gabriel this summer for the mm. first time live. And he did play mostly new stuff, which pissed off the people I went with. But, man... I love this album. Did you at least get Sledgehammer or Salisbury oh, yeah. Hill? He played tons. Of, he played all of his hits. Oh, right, good. All right. Actually, he played Sledgehammer. He played Red Rain. He okay. did not play Salisbury. That's interesting. Wow. So it's funny you say that. So my so my dad, um, he, he was talking. He was talking about me. He was talking about talking with me at the show that we that, that went to for for the best show. And his one gripe was that he wanted to hear because he's he's an old school fan of the Pesh Mode. So he he wanted to hear all these songs that they. We're not playing because they well like their catalog. I'm assuming is giant. It's pretty large. It's yeah, they, it, it, they, it, they have a they have a lot it's of albums. Very very large. So he yeah. had the same kind of like I, like kind of gripe. He, I think I have seven. Damn. Mode albums, wow. And that's not all their albums. So. Yeah, again, they, they have quite a lot. I knew a total of zero songs. Uh, probably you one. Did too. You knew Personal Jesus. Everyone knows Personal. Probably Jesus. one or two. Yeah, one or two songs. But it's just kind of funny. I just, I just thought about that as you were, you were talking. How like it's like how like it's. At that show, he played a lot of newer songs, so oh, yeah. it, just, it just kind of like sparked spark that in my head. It's also like the most incredible live show I've ever seen with stage set up and like <sighs> it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I guess it's my turn. For yeah, number three. your number um, three, man. So my number three was already kind of spoken on um, in this room um, on this podcast. But Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> um, but the question um, is, why would I watch? Um, and the reason why is because it's from Homology. Why would I watch? And this album, again, like, Hot Mulligan is an artist that I think, at least for me, maybe for all of us, that I kind of just got into him in, in the past couple of years. Oh, yeah, a couple of years. Um, and... I fucking like love this band, and it kind of it's it's also like a little bit extra that's from from this area. So I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it's just, it just it it's nice. It is nice that a, a, a local ish band is doing so well, and especially like I feel like they've really have kind of exploded in the past like year. Oh yeah, they've they've blown up. Like, big they're time. everywhere now, which is good on them. Great, great to see. Um, we saw them a couple of times like as we kind of just spoke on a couple of times mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to, to seeing them again um, I 
I get so stoked in this record. I cry listening to this record. It just has all oh, the emotions. About his cat. Betty. Oh. It's, oh. It, it's Betty, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. that's right. I, it's it's it has everything that I want from a from like a, like a, a, a punk pop punk emo record. It's it's oh, it, it's so fucking good. Right on. All right, uh, we move on to my number three, and this Ooh. one is also going to be another surprise that you guys have never listened to. I pretty much can almost guarantee it. Uh, this artist was introduced to me by uh, off of a thing that both me and Dan uses, but I'm not going to mention what it is. So that way we, we keep it kind of private to ourselves. Uh, but this song kept on <laughs> popping up uh, on this app thing that we use um, that recommends yes. us music. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Like the the first time I heard, it, I'm like, who is this like black soul singer? I'm like, because this is I know what this is now. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes. I was like, because I'm like, man, I'm like, this this guy has got some range. And then I found out it's a tatted up white dude. I was like, who is this guy? I need to know more about him. Uh, and it is the new Teddy Swims record. It's called I've Tried Everything But Therapy Part One. Uh, it is. It I can't say enough good things about this record because there is so much good to pull from it. It is. It's not just uh, you know soul R and B. It's also pop. It's also uh, it has some dancey numbers to it. Um, and there's a lot of really soul crushing ballads on this thing. Like one song in particular um, that I keep on listening to over and over again is called Evergreen, and it is. Shit, I I can't. It's every time I hear it, like I almost like start tearing up because it is. It's it's it, it, it's talking about like how he he found someone that he truly loves and yet uh, can't let go. Um, and he keeps on like basically like as this girl's like walking out there, he's like, please don't leave, please don't leave. And I was just like, holy shit! I'm like, it, it's it's uh, maybe it's the depression, the seasonal depression talking, but mm-hmm. holy fuck, this album is just so damn good i'd love to listen to it because the thing that we listen to it on i've liked every song that i've heard yeah i think it's probably played three or four different songs from that album and everyone i've liked yeah it is so that is an album i want to check out there's not a bad song on it there really isn't and the good thing that i really love about this too is like this was his first record so uh he's released a bunch of like random eps and a bunch of like random singles with other artists like you can definitely tell like He's going to be one of those industry guys that's going to just like he's going to show up as like a guest on someone else's uh, album doing something else. As a matter of fact, he has a guest vocal on the all time, the new all time low record as well. Oh, really? Yes, he does. Yeah. So um, that was also like when I heard that, like, oh, shit, I'm like, holy shit, he's he's getting around good on him. Um, But it is it really is something special. And I can't say enough good things about it. So if you haven't listened to it, please do. It is Teddy Swim's new record. I've tried everything but therapy part one. And there's going to be a part two and part three too from what I hear. So I am super excited to see what he does with his career moving forward. Love it. All right, my number two. Number two. Number two. This is an interesting one you probably didn't expect. No. So when it comes to female artists, we're talking about how females have just, or ladies have fucking nailed it this year. Yeah. On emotions and singing and just everything. Yeah. Who is it? So Bully's new album, Lucky For You, if you like 90s alternative, this fucking album will blow you away.
Was this I, part of also your top five from uh, the, the middle of the year yeah, as well? And yeah, I stayed on. Oh, I still fun? listen to this album all the time. Nice. So I highly suggest Bully. Lucky, lucky for you. It's an incredible album. It reminds me of like so many songs that like could have been on like Can't Hardly Wait's ending oh. credits or something like that. I think like, I need to listen to this now. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Like, I, the whole tr- album is just perfect. Speaking of vinyl, uh, speaking of uh, movies, uh, or the movie Can't Hardly Wait, Vinyl Gods, please, if you're out there, if you're listening to me, please press that uh, soundtrack oh, on soundtrack. vinyl, please. Oh, that would be great. I beg you, you please, please, please press that. <laughs> I love please. It. please repress The Secret Life of Walter Smitty. <laughs> yeah, al- yeah, also while you're, also re- while you're at while it. While you're doing this. Yeah, please. Thank you. Love you. So that's my number two. That's how much I love that album, so you guys should really check it out. I will, for sure. <laughs> I will see you listen to Taste Swim's record. I will. I, okay. <laughs> I'm very interested in that one. Yeah, it's really So good. my number two is not shit, uh, but it is an album that was also spoken on this uh, episode already. Oh. Um, it is Paramore's This Is Why. Wow, um, number two for you, huh? I fucking, like, again, like, I already kind of, like, said it already, but I fucking love this album so fucking much. And I saw, it's funny, I actually saw them live this year, too, and it was a very last-minute decision. Um, I think it was, like, hours before, like, the show, and I went on Ticketmaster, and I'm like, that's not actually that bad for a ticket. I think you I got paid. better tickets than me. So <laughs> for cheaper so too, I'm sure. I, I think I paid like one thirty and hundred thirty bucks, and that was for front row, as close as I could be to the stage. Because like, so how the like, guess like the seating worked. It's almost like a, hor- a horseshoe, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so you're in the lower bowl. So front, it, it was the pit, and I was. So if you're looking at the stage, at the pit, I was on the left hand side, as close as you could be to the stage, and. I was so fucking close, and I just got to like experience it all. So it was amazing. I never seen Paramore since I believe it was two thousand five Warp Tour, and it's just so wild because at that at that time there's probably like thirty or forty people, maybe yeah. fifty, like in yeah. in the crowd for Warp Tour, and I was like I was front row for Warp Tour. I remember I was like. Like from me, me in a way, it was like eight feet away from from Haley Williams. I'm like, oh my god, I love you. Um, <laughs> and in this moment, it just was it was it was wild to see that how far they've come. And it was actually kind of cool. They told a story. I'm sure I'm um, you remember this story um, about Papa Smurf. Yep. About and he he was um, Detroit icon. Yeah, man. Detroit icon. I think he he weighed booyah beads. Um, which it, I, I remember I had them um, at my parents' house. I think when I moved, I, I lost them, but it, it, it's besides the point. But um, they were fucking great. And this isn't really like a redemption, but it kind of is because, regrettably, I didn't listen to any Paramore after Riot. What? Right. Wow. And I know that that's, I, I know it's, I, I feel so bad about it. And, and, and just like, Think about it now in retrospect because I've after like, after I bought this, this this is why I went back and purchased every single other album um, after Riot because I didn't I, even like Brand New Eyes I didn't listen to anything after Riot for some reason I don't know why 
But I just... They've never put out a bad album. No, and I agree. Completely that's agree. why I regret it. I realize um, I don't own All We Know. Is it All We Know Is Falling? Their first yeah, that's album? the first record. This is the yep. only one I don't own. And it's just because like, I kept seeing it. I'm like, oh, I'll get that later. I, I I'll get that later. And I think it's still available. I just have it's, never purchased yeah. it. It's relatively easier to find nowadays. Yes. It, it probably Because uh, I think they did a repress. The 25th anniversary with uh, Fueled by Silver. Round Silver. Yeah, so there's that one. But they also did, they also did another pressing too. So yeah, it's you can find it. It's it's, relati- it's relatively easy. I just to haven't find. done it yet. But I, and I, cheap too. I, it, just, it made me just feel like... Like so bad that I ha- that that I ha- that I kind of like just put them off to the side for so many years, but I'm happy I found them again because that this album is so fucking great, and like so the song Crave, I want to cry. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Every that's, that's... fucking time I listen to that, and not even in a bad way. It just it hits me so hard every time, and. Haley Williams, like her voice is just so fucking good, and the band just comes together so fucking beautifully, and I just fucking love it so much. Can I ask you a question? Since you're getting into the middle of Paramore all at once, brand new eyes or self-titled? Ooh, probably brand new eyes. Interesting. I see. I, I, I would, would disagree with that. Uh, yeah, too. I would take it's self-titled. Funny. I think they're all good. Don't get me wrong, but I think self-titled is just an un- like it's again not it, loved. As but the thing as is, like I. Agreed. I, I bought all the records, but I haven't really dove into like, all of them. Like, as That's why much I thought it would be interesting because you're listening to it all at once instead of like it's, we listened to Brand New Eyes when it came out, and then years later, you know. Yeah. But again, like, ask me again in, in a couple months when I like I fully like Sit down commit. But uh, but yeah, no, it's like it's I've honestly like, and every single one, I didn't again. I, we were kind of speaking up before too about artists that we just buy all the records for because we want to have the complete collection in mm-hmm. vinyl. Mm-hmm. But I really, really wanted to like, give like. Paramore like the the chance that they should have that they really deserved and I I'm happy I just went and bought all the records and then I haven't actually listened to all of them on vinyl yet I I bought all of them but I still want to <laughs> listen to all of them and then I will come back with my official report um at, at a later time you want, really want to them. Oh, wait, here you want to hear a quick funny story sure my daughter is absolutely obsessed with Paramore right Love now. Yay! Yep. now was so, it with your influence or was it 100% my influence uh, of course amazing of course <laughs> so so now occasionally she'll you'll, you'll see her like walking around the house and she'll go don't go crying to your mama and I, and I was just like oh I'm like girl me and you are gonna get along we're, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun don't don't you worry about That's that amazing yeah all right. Uh, I want them to repress oh. uh, the Twilight soundtracks. Yes. Do you want, is it Decompose? Decode. 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 Yep. Like that song's incredible. So and it's it's weird uh, because Decode is featured as a B side on the CD version of Brand New Eyes, but for some odd reason, yeah, there's like a there's like a European or a UK oh. import that has Decode there as like mm. like a bonus track. Uh, nice. but, I remember liking other songs on that soundtrack too. Not that's, that yeah, that's Twilight's an amazing. There's movie, a there's but. a good um, uh, Death Cab for Kitty song on that soundtrack. There's a Meet Me at the Equinox. Ooh, okay. Yeah, which is also a very good. So song. Yeah, they need to repress the Twilight soundtrack. Uh, I think every <laughs> mid early 2000s emo girl wants that soundtrack repressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going for like four or five hundred dollars. Oh, it's so stupid. I would... someone came in with like their daughter's list to the record store and all the Twilight soundtracks were on there. I was like, good luck. Have fun with that. <laughs> Let me know how it turns out for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so on to number two, and then we'll get into our honorable mentions before we get to our number ones. Okay. Yes? Yeah? Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah. so, yes, 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 yes. Uh, so number two, um, speaking of teenage girls and and whatnot. 
I wonder what this is. I bet you do. Um, this is another artist that's completely surprised me this year uh, with just how much she has grown up, matured, and has really just, while, while also sticking to the to her kind of, I would say, tropes um, to a certain extent, like her own personal brand, um, there is so much more to, to gain from this record, and I feel that it's just it's one of those records I can't stop listening to. Even though I am not a teenage girl, I cannot identify with, with what she's doing. But holy shit, this new Olivia Rodrigo album, Guts, is just... Two. It nice. is so, so good. Album. I did, and I didn't think I was going to. I really didn't like. I liked Sour enough. Sour was fine, but mm-hmm. but something about Guts, and more particularly uh, the song on there, um, uh, "Love Is Embarrassing." Like, holy shit, do I, I don't know why I identify with that song, but holy <laughs> fuck, do I ever? And it is, it's, it is the the perfect blend of pop punk and mm. pop music yes. that just makes it just so good like taylor swift could never as as, as, as far as i'm concerned Ooh. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i i would say uh swifties watch out because i think olivia's coming for that crown and so, uh, she, uh, she may get had the crown for what, what 10 15 years now no one's taking it from her. i don't know man if olivia keeps on going down the same trajectory and she's got a long road well, I mean, let's be fair. Reputation wasn't a great record either. So reputation was a fantastic. Album. It was not. It, reputation was bad. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesus Christ. Okay. I mean, yeah. I I love that take on on though. Like it, it, it's so wild how much Olivia kind of grew from from sour to to guts. Yeah, it's because I mean. I like, I really like love like 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 love love the like sour too, but like, lo- like looking at it, I couldn't relate to to a lot of the songs. Like, I, I can't relate I, to these either, bitch. But <laughs> You're not teenage girl. We're no, not I'm not. Girls. I'm not. But I feel I felt like more more of a connection to to like to guts. Maybe it's just because like musically, I, I felt more of a connection to it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean. It's a fucking great album. It is. It's really, and, really and good. And I'm actually, I don't know why, but I did not expect it to be in your top three, let oh, alone yeah. top two. I, I did, not, actually. I can't stop listening to it. It's it's that good. Yeah. So we, we, when you got mine at at, uh, at eight, we were like, oh, I should have been higher. <laughs> I, I mean, I felt like it should have, but I was like, I'm like, I don't want to say that because, uh, but yeah, like that's, yeah, that's one of my favorites. All right, yeah. should we start honorable mentions? Yeah, let's do honorable mentions. So yeah. I'm going to start off honorable mentions with Guts. Hey, <laughs> so I know in the day it made top ten. You should get mad at it him. Didn't, nah, no, nah, it nah, didn't nah, make nah. top ten because I actually think Sour is more fun because it's raw and it feels more like this feels produced. Don't get me wrong; sure. I think it's a great album. Yep. Sure. That's why it's in my honorable mentions. Sure, that's fair. Um, Can't Swim's album that Benny was talking great about. Great fucking album. Renee Rap. This is the one I've been listening to the past two weeks nonstop. And if I had discovered it sooner, it probably would have been in my top ten. Mm. But I think she's incredible. Um, Genesis Owasu's new album is really fun. Remember, we got to see him with Paramore. Oh. Um, the Used. It's not in my top ten, but it is a lot of fun. And then the metal album that's 
I don't own on vinyl because it costs fucking $50 and you have to order it since never at a store mm. is Cattle Decapitation's Terracites. Ooh. Fucking great album. Interesting. All right, my uh, my quick uh, five honorable mentions, uh, although technically I'm going to make it six because I actually had to remove one on my top ten. Uh, I just did six. That's fair. Okay, so uh, so the first one off the list was uh, Fireworks' Higher Lonely Power. That was that <gasps> That's also on mine. It w- oh, what, was it? Okay. No, I forgot it because I don't own that on vinyl. I keep forgetting about oh. it, but Spotify tells me that, that I listen to that nonstop this year. So I listened to it a lot, too, and it actually was going to be my number 10 until uh, I got that Post Malone record, and then I, I was like, oh, I got to got to talk about that record because it's, it's, okay. so much, it's, it's so much. Okay. It's a great record though. I love it. Absolutely, it's so good. It, it would have been the top ten. Uh, but Fireworks is highly lonely power is definitely one of them. Uh, next up would be the new national album, the first uh, pages of Frankenstein. I that would be in your top ten. It was going to be. It really was going to be. But I'm telling you that the back half of this year, I think, got just loaded with so much good material yeah. that like I just couldn't. Like I kept on list. I I kept on list. I'm like, man, there's got to be a song here that's going to really just change my mind about. Uh, any of the other albums in this list, and like I just couldn't break myself to do it. But it is still a fantastic album, and you really should give it a listen. Also, too, for you Swifties out there, uh, Taylor Swift makes a guest vocal appearance on one of these songs. So I'm sure that's his favorite song. So yeah, uh, actually, you know what? It is surprisingly, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, aside from New Order T-shirt and Tropic Morning uh, News, that song is it's, it's definitely the top of you there. Uh, next up, uh, this got released earlier. I'm sorry, later in the year, so I didn't feel right putting it in here. Plus, on top of that, it's technically Same with the Renee rap. Yeah. yeah it te- Technically, it's also an EP, so I don't feel like that was like entirely fair. Uh, but Amberlynn's new record, uh, which is called, um, oh shoot, I forgot what it's called, uh, Convinced, really, really good as well. Uh, if you're looking for some new Amberlynn stuff, uh, it's a lot more mature, um, a lot more uh, advanced than their previous albums, so you should give it a listen. Uh, after that, <clears throat> I had to give a little bit of a nod to Fallout Boy so much for Stardust. I think it's a good record. There's some definitely some some duds on there that aren't as great, but all in all. I'd say solid six, solid seven. That album pisses me off because <laughs> it's so front heavy. Like the first, you could listen to that side A and be oh, happy yeah. listening to Fall Out Boy. I was so excited for that album to come out because the single was incredible. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking love a Fall Out Boy album. And it's right. been a long time. Right. The last half of the album, <laughs> I did not like at all. So that's the only reason I didn't even make it in my honorable mention. I, that's fair. I was looking at what was, what was released this year and I, I honestly forgot about that album. Um, I I, forget, I bought it. Though. What was that? Don't forget that first half of that album. So, is so good. I bought it, it from you, Daniel. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I I have it, but I honestly had forgotten about it because and that could be why though. I just I I did not overall. I did not like it. Also, um, too, and I, I, I know as, as much as like. The previous records obviously. also too and i feel like this is gonna be a little bit tiny unfair sure i really didn't like their cover of we didn't start the fire i, I yeah, I'm not. and i and yeah exactly and like i think that's also a kind of like in my mind even though that's obviously not on this record it was just like one of those moments where like ah, fall boy really didn't have that great of a year did they and i was like i, I can't in good conscience put them on the list mm-hmm. but yes to your point dan the first five or six songs on this record, holy shit, so good. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely the back half, not great. Uh, yeah, exactly. That. Uh, <laughs> speaking also of another record, too, that I feel is also very, very good, but also has its kind of 
duller spots as well is this new Boy Genius record. I think that was also one of those records where I was like, ah, I really feel like I should put it on there because I do love Phoebe Bridgers that much. But there are a few songs on here that I that are just like instantly skippable for me. So I like it, but it feels so one note through it the whole does. thing. And I'm it like, does. this can't stay in my top. It's it's good. It's good. Yeah, excellent. But yeah, it's it's, it's not, not that good. It's not top ten worthy, you know. And then lastly, I have to give a nod to, to T Pain <laughs> because I, you know what, I, I really enjoyed this cover album of his. I, I know that you guys were kind of mixed on it, but man, there, there's some fun covers on there. I, I, I was not I, mixed, I, and I'm so pissed that you would fucking have this <laughs> because my order was canceled. Was it really? Yes. Oh no, I'm so, I'm so sorry, Benny. Ah, uh, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking jealous. <laughs> I, pl- I honestly forgot all about this. Yep. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. But yeah, sorry. Uh, T-Pain's <laughs> on top of the covers. Give that a listen to if you haven't done that already. Or or listen to our podcast episode about it, listeners. Yeah. All five yeah. of you. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, number ones. Let's do, wait, do you have any honorable mentions you want to mention? I mean... You kind of mentioned them throughout the podcast. Yeah, so I'm good. But honestly, it's kind of funny you mentioned uh, Boy Genius because yeah. I I think I mentioned that in, the, in, in our summer... Um, like record, yeah, like the, the middle of the year, one, yeah. middle of the one, because I really enjoy the record, and I I love Phoebe Bridgers because of you as well, Shagoon. And like, yeah. I think you introduced me to her like over the time we've been. She's great, like hanging out, and she is fucking great. Um, but yeah, so like it's I think like that would probably be in under mention. Um, and then what else did I say? I forget what other record I said. I don't remember, um, either, but I think will know. Miley Cyrus. Um, yeah. oh, there you go. Yeah, was in there. Um, I think that's it. I, I, again, off the top of my head, I don't really know. But we can just move on to, to number ones. Right on. All right. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Dan, what, what's your number I, one? I, I really sound like I was giving a blowjob. Spotify <laughs> put this as my number one, and it's true. Since it fucking came out, I don't care what you say. I mean, you didn't really give it that bad of a review, but. Uh, fucking um, the blink, right. The Fucking Blink-182. Blink I like it. Just sounds like they had so much fun making this. Album. Oh yeah, I love this album from start to finish. Like I don't think there's a skippable song on it. Honestly, it's just incredible. Like I, I, I would love to sit down with you maybe another time because I don't want to waste podcast time and know what songs <laughs> you thought were skippable. Yeah, because I don't know. Even at the end, like childhood's incredible. Uh, Turpentine is one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs. Blink waves incredible. You don't know what you've got. It's so sad, like Mark Hoppus singing about like his cancer and mm-hmm. how he thought he was going to die at one point. Like I just think every track on this, even edging, is a little ridiculous. But I, I don't care how ridiculous it is. I, I think love it even they're like silly, like one minute songs, which feel like self titled era, like just throw on something really dumb and short. I just think it's for a band I never thought would be on my top ten again. Because I mean, I didn't mind nine. I I would not nine put was nine okay. up there. California is much lower on my list. Oh but... yeah, I don't like that record at all. Oh, I, there's songs, but it's not. And I, I will always fight to the death. I think Neighborhoods an incredible album, but people... Neighborhoods is fine. It's more than fine. Yeah, I I can get behind that. Yeah, my number one album of 2023 is Blink 182. Yeah. So one more time. That's a fucking great. Uh, a great fucking choice. The reason why it's so great because I chose the number one as <laughs> <Yeah>! well. <laughs> I need the broken hearted, 
and I felt like, like you guys know me, and like you had to, you had to think that if, if I didn't do it from two through two through ten, yeah, I knew it was, it was, it was yeah. gonna be number one. It, it's coming. And I knew once like Dan like said his number two, I'm like it's definitely gonna be blank number one, one million percent. Yeah. But again, one more time. Well, one say, more I'll time. Say, I'll say this one more time. I mean, I listen to neighborhoods, but after neighborhoods, I didn't listen really that much to California or Nine um, at all. Um, so not that much of a redemption, but kind of a, a redemption. I think for, even for the band, especially is redemption because like like, 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 you know, like, like Tom comes back, Tom's in back in a fucking great way. And this album, I, I just, and I think seeing, seeing it live too, and when we were, when we were young, like just put, probably push it like even, you push it past further than one. But I mean, I think that it's, it really adds to like my enjoyment of this record. I fucking like love it, and I really want to know. Like, I agree with Dan. Like, of like what songs are skippable? We'll do it another time. We'll do it um, another time. But, uh, but I do. I I think that's along with um 2005 from Story of the Year. Like, I think one more time. Um, that I, I think I listened to that song a billion fucking times. Yeah, and, same here. And I think the majority of like the e like the like the pop punk like Blink community like probably all cried. Like, 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 like that song, it hits you like so fucking hard. Yeah. And some of the songs actually surprisingly hit me hard too. And I didn't, I didn't really expect that. Like, and I kind of went through like the gauntlet of emotions with Blink of like happiness and like getting pumped up and fucking sad as fuck. <laughs> and it again, usually with Blink, I didn't really feel all those emotions. Like, I, I, I my favorite album of all time is always their subtitled. I, I like love like that album so much. Um, and this one, like it, it didn't take the top, top spot of my favorite Blink album, but it was in contention, I think. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, then uh, that's kind of the mystery then for my number one, yeah, because we, I've obviously both yours is Blink in this one. Uh, and this one is technically breaking the rules. Is it an EP? It is. I can, I can probably guess what it is. You probably can, because it was my number one during the, the middle of the year when we were talking about it. Uh, and it, it it's still I still can't get it out of my head and still can't stop listening to it. It is the new Manchester Orchestra EP. I knew it. Valley <laughs> of Vision. It's your number one. It is my number one. Do you wanna find the antidote? Driving with the holy ghost, holy death, the holy smoke. And does it start again? I've been drinking from a periscope, trying to watch my See how fully I've been broke Let me start Without question, there are. Question mark? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's my number one. Are you crying? <laughs> I'm not crying. I love it. I have it too. I really oh, think I'm it's incredible. But I think Million Masks of God was. I think Million Masks God set the bar really high for me because this did. was good, <clears throat> but it wasn't to that level, in my opinion. But. Yeah. Uh, and well, the reason why I like this record so much is because this was actually recorded at the same time the Million Masks of God, so it's part of their part of that session. Yeah. So um, it, it's a, I view it more as a continuation of that record in particular. Um, and there are just there's not a single song to be skipped there. Um, I think Andy Hull is really working through like a lot of really deep dark stuff oh, there. Yeah. And like I said, and, and we've both commented on this podcast before, and, and really just kind of today, as a matter of fact, just like 
I think we're all kind of dealing with a little bit of seasonal depression. A lot of really bad shit happened this year. Yeah. A lot of bad shit. A lot of bad lot shit, of bad. right? I, I mean, 2023 fucking sucked. But man, oh man, when this record came out, it's like it found me at the right time, and it sure. has not, it has not loosened its grip on me. Um, and there, I, I find myself coming back to it every single time and going, God damn it, this is, this is something special. So yeah, Manchester Orchestra's uh, the Valley of Vision. Um, I yeah, that's my number one for sure. So that's the only one I have from. Oh, I guess. Now it's not only on behalf of them. Yeah, because right? yeah, you have a million masks of God. Because I was going to give you that for Christmas, and then, and then some asshole gave it to you. Well, I mean, they're not an asshole, but yeah. if Jay's listening, we love you. Yes, you're not an asshole. You're not an asshole. <laughs> I love you, but still. But I again, I don't want to like bring this up again. But I'm pretty sure like we discussed like the last time we spoke about that album. How is EP count as a as a? I say it album does. Of the year? Well, then, Bayside's Red album didn't that come out this year? No, it did not. Did Blue? Uh, Blue technically did, but the music was released in I mean, 2022. I'm not trying to give you shit. I just lot. was curious. I, like, I could have sworn we'd be discussed like if EP. It was going to be my honorable mentions, but <sighs> those two EPs, fuck, it's so good. Okay. We gotta be quick because I want to go to the record store before they close at eight. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta get moving then. So, uh, so just a few things from 2023 that you're happy with, because we talked about how shitty 2023. One, I will say, I am beyond. Uh, okay, so highlights. I got to see Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service. Yeah, it was you the did. Most emotional thing. Thank you, Shakuna. Shakuna was the best thing that happened to me this <laughs> Aww, year. Stop. But, Aww, stop. So we. we it was an incredible show. We got to go see when we were young, which was incredible. And Shakuna gave us like the the royal treatments while we were in Las our, Vegas. Our Vegas VIP well. baby. <laughs> and also, I want to just thank uh, all these pressing plants for finally putting out a bunch of drive through record stuff. I never yes. thought I'd own Finch. I never thought I'd own something corporate. And boom, I'm I'm finally getting stuff early November that I've always wanted. And it's like all my girls are finally getting repressed. Oh. And next year, Unwritten Law Alva, which is one of my grails, so like, yeah. keep it up, guys. But th- those were the good <clears throat> things of this year. Uh, Paramore was amazing. Peter Gabriel was amazing. I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to go quick. So, sorry. I mean, for me, I mean, yeah, there's no three was, like, has fucking shitty moments. Like, I guess, like, like we're, all going, we're all going through shit, obviously, but... yeah. I had so many good times with you guys. Like we saw so many fucking like bands, like, went to so many shows. Like I honestly like lost like track of all the shows we went to because we went to a fucking lot. It, I think it worked out to be at least like once, like one or two a month, like one to two a month. The summer was intense. Oh my god, the summer was crazy. And it was crazy, and I, I just and like you guys know how much I value your your, your friendship. And if you don't know, you should fucking know because I I, I don't you. know that. I, if you don't, know, I love you both. Obviously, you, know. <laughs> um, you don't know Maybe. now. You know, but I, I obviously like love you both. And I feel like, like it's like, but yeah, Vegas trip was like fucking like mind blowing. And of course, like being old men at a festival was at times like terrible. Yeah, but but I mean, like, I think just overall like having all these amazing experiences with you guys and going to see music we all love. What is fucking great? Because like, for a while, like I didn't really have a, a lot of friends who enjoyed the same music I do. Like I, I was going to a lot of shows alone, which is fine. Like I actually like, enjoy that once in a while, going to a show, a movie alone, going to dinner alone. Like I fully am I'm okay with that. But having like two friends who I can enjoy this stuff with is fucking great. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I think this year was. The year our friendship really kind of strengthened and bonded. Like we, like obviously we were friends prior, right? Uh, you know, to, to to this year starting. But man, oh man, we I think we we grew as humans, but at the same time too also grew as friends. You know, 
and and I think that is super important. Uh, all the concerts, those were all fantastic. Uh, yeah. Also, finding some of my grails like finally coming back to like reasonable prices that weren't like a hundred and seventy five yeah. dollars used on discogs. Fucking catalyst. Yeah, right. Coming catalyst. back. Uh, Holy fuck! That was like my like my gra- my grab of the fucking year. One thousand percent. I also uh, was able to secure a Mute Math self-titled album, uh, which was also out of press and was never is never going to be repressed. But the lead singer found like a few copies in his garage. You got one. <laughs> I got one. Nice. I got one. Yeah, paid a lot of money for it. Uh, but <laughs> but we won't talk about that. Um, but yeah, I, I finally have like there are like sought after grails for years. Like finally in my collection that I'm just like, good. I didn't have to pay four hundred dollars for a copy of it. Um, but yeah, there. Oh, man, this like I said, this year sucked ass. But you know what? It was a little less sucky with you guys. So, Aww, so I, I love you guys. So, love I, you guys. So here's a 2024. We're gonna kick ass. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's gonna. Hell here's yeah. here's a better days ahead. And for those of you who are going through your struggles, know that your 2024 is gonna be a lot more kick ass too. Hang in there. We all love you. We all support you. Uh, and with that being said, Dan, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost anywhere. Yeah, Benny. Where can I find you? Benny and the Wax. You can find me at the Big Shakuna. And with that being said. It's time to flip the record over. Hell yeah. 2023. See you in 2024, bitches. Shall all acquaintance be forgot? I don't know the rest of the words. Happy 2023 or 2024, guys. We'll see you in the new year. I love you. I'll squeeze your butt.